All right, we are live for another edition of our weekly Friday market update. For all of you that are tuning in, or if you're new, every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I go live on YouTube and my social media accounts to go over what is actually happening with the Bay Area real estate market and what are some interesting that are happening either on the national headline or also on the specific uh, data of the county. That way you get an advanced glimpse as to what is going to happen before most of these headline articles appear. So thanks for tuning in. Of course, this is a live show. So if you have any questions or any thoughts or anything that you want me to cover that may have been of the, of the news of this week or the previous weeks, feel free to drop in the comments below, or you can always text me anytime for a private conversation. You can text me at 408-547-4590. I'll always get back to you within the same day at the very least. Let's go over the headline articles of the week. Zillow quits home flipping business, laying off 25% of its staff in the process. So what is what is this home flipping business that Zillow has? Now, for you and I in the Bay Area, this was not relevant because Zillow did not actually do any uh, what they call as the iBuyer industry here in the Bay Area at all. However, in a lot of other markets, they did. However, the situation with Zillow was that they were always, they were not the first to do it. They have the biggest brand name because of how big they are when it comes to, you know, browsing for homes. But the biggest player of them all is Open Door. And many of my friends that actually work at Open Door, I knew this in the beginning. Zillow was a was following them and they were wanting to see if Open Door would be successful and they jumped in. But the reality of this market is that you, there's not that many to compete on for it to be profitable. So iBuyers in general, they have basically taken the ability to be like a house flipper uh, on steroids. So they require way less margin. They felt they can do it by volume. And if it was a large sum, even though it was a low margin, they may have potentially been able to have this as a good business. However, the issue with this is that this assumes that the market continues to go up as a straight line. And as you have all seen yourself, at least of the Bay Area market, in most of the countries, it has been the same. It has not been a straight line up. But if you think about Zillow on their competition perspective, they have to account for investors and they have to keep growing the business. So they need to keep buying homes because that's the only way to make money, potentially. The issue with that is if there is a slowdown, which you have all evidently seen as a slowdown of really price depreciation, then they're all underwater, right? That's how this game works. And that's why home flipping is very difficult because you can't just say, hey, look, I have a target. I need to buy 3,000 homes next week. That's not how this game works. It's not that easy to find home. You can't just dial it up or say, you know what? I can have much less margin. That only works in a market that's rising, which is a very aggressive approach. And in the beginning of the year, the market, as you have all known, has been rising very aggressively, right? But as soon as it flattens, like we don't even have to talk about decline. If it just stays flat, they may be in trouble because they may have already accounted for that they're already banking on future appreciation growth, right? So this is why the, the, the home flipping business is so difficult. And this is also very clear proof that the Z estimates are completely wrong. They actually made it public that the Z estimate, they were so confident in that number that that's how they were going to buy your home at. There, there was all this news about it, all this excitement about it. 
Our algorithms are so good. We're going to buy your home based off of that estimate. And the reality, and, that, and that's why actually you may see the Z estimate versus like Redfin estimates already are a little bit lower. But even though that they're lower, they they clearly can have a very big differentiator, different, the big difference as to what it will probably go for. And so absolute disaster what's been going on. And now they're offloading it all. Now, the reality is they're a big company. So don't expect too many like heavy discounts at, at the moment. But for those markets that have had tighter inventory or has been slowing down already, you already are seeing a lot of homes come on the market from them. I think they actually had, I think they had 9,000 homes. Uh, I don't think this article has, I think there's some articles that had, they have about 9,000 homes in inventory, right? So they're laying off a quarter of its staff, which is 2,000 workers. They went crazy building this thing up. It's a write down loss of $540 million, massive L <laughs> to them, complete L altogether. And, um, you know, they, they made their bet. They thought this was a, a viable opportunity. The reality was never viable. I actually got into the business of real estate initially as a house flipper myself here in the Bay Area back in 2018. And it's very hard to find projects, especially those that make financial sense to do. Now, if you were, you know, a vertical shop that Zillow was claiming to try to be, then they would have said, you know what, instead of a you know, 15%, 20 margin that a most individual flippers would have, they would be willing to do at 5%, 7% margin, um, which was always crazy. But of course, when the market was doing well throughout the year, they look like they look smart. But now the issue is this. They've already written down the loss, but they haven't even sold these houses yet. These houses are all going to sell for a loss. So going to be really interesting to see. I wonder if from this write down, did they already count that all of them were a loss or we haven't even seen a lot of the losses yet on the books because of the fact that uh, they haven't even sold these houses. And here's some quick nuggets as well. Uh, I have friends at Open Door and, and, and they track their competition. And so the reality is they knew that Zillow had a lot of bad homes that they bought. This was about over a year ago and it was already bad then. And, and as you can see, it all kind of unwi unwinded and they took a big hit on their stock. Um, and this whole iBuyer thing for them is gone. So they're exited completely. They completely given out. They realize, uh, they realize that buying and selling homes is a volatile business. Now it's laying off a quarter of his workforce. But that's what happens um, when people want to take big risks like that. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, of course, if you have any thoughts about it, feel free to let me in the comments below. Um, kind of expected. And my guess now is interesting for the existing iBuyers, which there's a few left, right? They have OfferPad, Door. I think in general that they will have less competition now. So the question is, do they actually ramp up or do they also slow down? Because the reality is, are there really that many homes that they can buy at a discount to still make money when the market is not increasing? Um, Probably not. So it'll be interesting to see just that general segment altogether and, and what happens there. Next, Boston Properties reveals Bay Area tech firm's expansion plans. One of the nation's largest office landlord names drops ByteDance, Google, Facebook on earnings call. And this is all about their growth of Silicon Valley. 
Boston Properties is one of the largest landlords, and a lot of the properties here in the Bay Area are, are managed and owned by them. And as you can see, they continue to grow aggressively across uh, the country, number one, but also specifically in the Bay Area. They are not going anywhere, regardless of how much it costs, because at the end of the day, they're all doing extremely well. They're extremely profitable. Take a look at Google's latest earnings report. Take a look at their revenue. Take a look at their growth. Take a look at their earnings. Absolutely incredible what they have done. They are literally printing money, literally printing money. Um, and they can't hire fast enough. So while they will continue to hire in places like Austin, Seattle, New York, uh, these major areas, make no mistake, they'll continue to take talent and continue to grow aggressively in the Bay Area, which is why it has already uh, grown a lot of uh, commercial space. They have grown, um, they continue to expand in their downtown San Jose project. That seems like it's very likely to keep going on. And we're going to keep seeing this happening. So a lot of people that have not been in the office yet, we'll see what happens next year. I think it's going to be pretty intense. And I've been predicting this and saying this every single week. So my story has not changed. And, and this just continues to bolster it. Next. IQ HQ acquires site of large mixed-use project in downtown Redwood City. Development includes four plant buildings offering almost 600,000 square feet of office and life science space. Downtown Redwood City has been incredible to see over the years, as you may have seen. Um, number one, it was first box that made the initial move. But they've really revitalized, re just changed everything there. It's very convenient because it's literally on the Caltrain station and the track there. And um, Redwood City, the city planning side of things, has always been very forward-looking in terms of changing the dynamics of that area. The area was always prime, but it didn't have the politics and the uh, backing of uh, the local city and officials to make it happen. But we're going to keep seeing these progresses. You already see the large developments that have already been in place by Stanford. Right, Stanford has a huge Redwood City campus uh, for, I think, their healthcare right next to 101. Downtown still has a lot of development going on, a lot of use cases, uh, a lot of office space that will be continuing to be growing. So um, as you can see, once again, they are buying in the prime areas. Peninsula still going there. Next, big land parcel near San Jose BART station. Lands buyer, veteran real estate firm whose largest tenant is Amazon, grabs the empty land site. So another move from potentially a big tech company. I don't think this is, I don't think this is a uh, residential. So what's going to probably happen is it's probably going to be a warehouse space. It's an industrial space right now. So it'll probably just be a warehouse space fairly close to the airport. Um, a lot of that region itself, it has a lot of industrial space already. Uh, it could be either vacant or just be like older office space. I would always see those uh, sites probably being converted. Uh, given that type of office space demand is not as applicable. But uh, don't be surprised of this redevelopment for other players to ultimately use. All right, let's take a look at the data itself. San Mateo County residential. Uh, one of the things that, get, that gets brought up is we are seeing less homes available. That's true, and that's going to be expected as we get into the holiday season. 
Now, this is not even that low yet. We will see a 40% decline of new listings by the December timeframe. So if you're looking at about 190, 200 a, a week that goes on the market, you're probably looking at 110 um, per week by the, the December, really the Thanksgiving, December timeframe. So it doesn't mean you should be upset. It doesn't mean you should give up. You should still actively look, especially if you're still in the area and you're not traveling anywhere. Because at the end of the day, even though there's X amount that come a week, you just never know when are the ones that fit your budget and your location. That's number one. Number two, hopefully, and we're going to take a look at the data, maybe there's less buyers. There's traditionally been less buyers because people may use it as an excuse to not look. But just keep the focus on it doesn't take that much work. I mean, if you're going to look at 40% less listings, the reality is you're going to spend 40% less time of browsing. So it's not like it's going to affect you that much either. So I would say keep at it. Don't be discouraged. It is the reality that it will be less as the weeks goes on. But hopefully there'll be less buyers as well. Because the reality is at the moment is there's a good amount of buyers actively buying. So it is it is very tough again. So let's take a look at the data, right? 165 new listings for San Mateo County, 166 contingent pending. The absorption rate is absolutely intense. This has not changed throughout the year. Prices have been increasing, not as what it was since June and July, which has been the highest points. But over the months, it has been increasing. November, even though we're four days in, looks like a massive number. However, what I do see, do not be surprised, we may hit the June and July figures. Right now, it's already way above it. I don't think it's going to be that high above it, but it has picked up a lot in San Mateo County. So be mindful of that. Be on the lookout for that. Anticipate that if you're making an offer for San Mateo County single family homes. For condos and townhomes, different story. As you can see, it's, it's been kind of up and down a little bit, but it's been relatively flat. Most homes in the same community will, will sell the same price. So nothing too tricky or uh, too difficult there. Santa Clara, 367 new listings, 331 contingent pending. Prices, though, in Santa Clara County are a little bit different. You can see the last few months has been a has been somewhat flat. I see this for myself. I, I would actually probably say it's going to have a mild increase, maybe like 1% or 2% versus what it was. Um, this is based off of a few offers I made this week. We unfortunately didn't get it, and I know what they sold for. So nothing too crazy. It's been relatively flat for the last few months. Nice break at the moment uh, for homes. Condos and townhomes, a little bit different, though. You can see it's been increasing over the year, and it continues to be that way. Very mild, nothing too crazy, but... Don't be surprised of further price growth for condos and townhomes. Alameda County. Alameda County, for the most part, have been flat for the entire last seven months. November seems to be, has picked up quite a bit. We're only a couple of days in. I would suspect they'll probably level off. I don't think um, the East Bay hasn't been that competitive uh, when it comes to this. I would probably say it is higher than October, so be mindful of that. But I'd be surprised if it actually breaks the highest point of the year, which, as you can see, have been the May timeframe. Condos and townhomes, same thing. Uh, for the most part, it's been pretty predictable, uh, comparable to anything that I sold in the last couple of months. 
Um, and we'll take a look at San Francisco. Made some updates here. So San Francisco single-family homes. You can see September actually had a decline. October had picked up from there, but it was still lower than the previous months. Um, I suspect, given some of the offers I'm making in San Francisco, that things will probably be a little bit higher than it were in October, but still lower than the previous times of the year. And condos, though, have picked up uh, over the last few months. October figure, interesting enough, has been some of the highest uh, of the year. So that was the highest. And now November is shaping up to be that way. I suspect this will probably trend to be the same. So what does this mean for you as a buyer or as a seller, right? As a buyer, this is a welcome opportunity to potentially get into the market. Now, make no mistake, be patient, but be ready because you don't know when the house that you like will be available. Um, but there's also going to be a whole lot less for you to choose from. So be mindful of that. It's still a great opportunity, but do keep in mind interest rates have already risen and it's already be factored in for these prices. So I, I would think like a 30-year fix now, we're probably looking at maybe 3.1, 3.2, something like that. Um, expected to keep rising throughout the year. If you're a seller that's been considering, it's still a good time. As you can see, there's very little competition and most of the places are still, everything, every place is still selling quickly. The inventory, as you can see with how many are going contingent pending a week is, is very fast. So there is very little to choose from and you never know. Some people are potentially getting desperate and giving up and they're just willing to get a high price to end the search, which I totally can understand if they have the capital required. So hope that helps. If you have any questions, of course, reach out at any time. Love to help you. And I also can give you a home evaluation of your home or a home that you're interested in. Just text me at the number below, 408-547-4590. I'll get back to you the same day. Enjoy the weekend. I'm going to be out next week. I will be going to Vegas. So if there's anyone I need to know in Vegas, let me know. And I'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye now.